0: Yo! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Branson Casual Convo. It's your girl, Tug. How have you been? How's your week been? How's your weekend? Uh, I know y'all almost have been waiting for an episode last week and I didn't come true, so I would like to say I'm sorry about that. <laughs> well, the past week was like a lot like... don't have feeling when you are busy but at the same time you're actually not busy but i don't know how to explain it but then last week was a whole lot i was trying to sort out some things with myself trying to find my bearings and all that but it's not like i've been able to sort out those shit diaries i've not been able to sort them out but then i'm sorry for not dropping an episode last week so this is an episode this week (laughs) So have you been? Has has, has life been treating you all? Hope the madness of this country hasn't really gotten to you that much. <laughs> even if it's even if it's not easy. So, before I jump into what today's topic was, I was I was listening to some. I, no, I, I was listening to something online and. But about self-discovery then I realized that actually I've not yet discovered myself. I've never, I've not had that um how would I put it that realization of of self-discovery like okay yes as an adult because in you know, as much as I like to say I'm a child I'm 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 a young adult. Yeah <laughs> because is that a thing adults is overly serious i'm a young adult so and i guess at this point in life i'm supposed to have figured out not even not everything about myself i'm supposed to have had that self-discovery um uh, is it epiphany or what is it called <sighs> Let me not embarrass myself because I want to speak English. But I suppose I, I supposed to have had my self-discovery join and I just realized that if I am asked a question concerning self-discovery, I wouldn't actually know how to answer that question. And then, I don't know if it's a bad thing if at this point I have not yet discovered myself. But, man self-discovery is i don't think self-discovery is something you 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 get to do all at once i think it's more of a gradual thing as you as you progress in life as you move on in life you you begin to discover some some things about yourself but the the main thing basically i i got from the talk is as as an adult as an individual you are supposed to have that point that you sit down and and try to make your self-discovery journey i think yeah so well that's that on self-discovery let's dive into today's episode so last last episode i dropped a gist about my nyc experience the part one so I know y'all are eager (laughs) to the continuation of the NYC experience. Who doesn't like gist, Jerry? Y'all like gist and all that. So, yeah, (laughs) continuation of my NYC experience part two. And for those that are just listening to my podcast for the first time, NYC is National Youth Service Corps. It's a a one-year mandatory program that um graduates of um, nigerian now na- uh, graduates from nigeria have to embark um, on basically serve their motherland and all that so <clears throat> like i was saying i didn't really have the most most the best experience for service service was not i i didn't really connect that much during service more of on my own parts because then i i was going through my 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 everybody hates me face <laughs> yeah i was going through my ass everybody hates me face and feeling sorry for myself is like that was kind of gloomy jerry so i uh, yeah after i i got to obubra i found my way to camp navigating camp wasn't hard I uh, I got my things and all that. I felt oh since I was this sort of lively person I like to think it would not be that hard making friends and and all that well voila I I kind of I kind of lost myself in camp in the sense of I was in my actual self I I I I was not the... Because I, I, I can be quite bubbly and everywhere. But then I, I drew into a shell. I was... Well, it wasn't entirely my fault. It was the kind of people that I was... I'm not saying... There are a lot of people that had wonderful experience. I guess I didn't push myself or allow myself that much to to enjoy the experience of service but then my my three weeks in, in over camp just went by like uneventful nothing 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 serious actually happened but <laughs> pain ah because okay during service I, I served I during um uh, during the campaign period I was a part of the OBS period because in camp there are some uh, groups that you can join. So I was in the OBS, the OBS is the orientation broadcast and um, service in camp. There's the Red Cross, there's the um, what's, what's, there's the FOI there are a lot of there are a lot of groups that you can there's dance group there are a lot of groups that basically that you can join. So I found out that uh, there'll be a lot of benefits when I join the OBS, and <laughs> since I'm a comm graduate and all, it actually kind of makes make sense to join the OBS. So I I I applied to join, and yeah, I was I was able to join the OBS and all. So as part of the OBS crew in my camp, Uh well, it, was, it was going nice I made it one person that made camp camping bearable for me was was uh, I met a girl Precious uh, she was one of the nicest person. she was more of like godsend to me like she kept me sane she kept me afloat during during, during um, camping period shout out to Precious if you ever listen to my podcast thank you for all your efforts you are really you're really a friend that I needed during camp, so, love you bro, <laughs> thank you for everything. So, apparently, when you're in the OBS, um, your, your bosses or whatever try to help you get into a better, like one of the benefits is, they try to help you get into a better PPA after service, after camp rather. And it was like a a straight up um, sort of plan that oh once you are done with the camping and um, exercise, as far as the OBS member, even the Red Cross members, and let's say like the is it the band members, they actually get to if they are like their superiors are uh, uh, nice and all that actually gets their put uh, their PPA actually gets to be influenced to a better place and we in Obis, we all knew that oh like it was not like a set out plan but low key most of us knew that oh we're not going to serve like in the small small villages we're probably going to serve in like towns and most people's mind went Calabar because I was like, that's the capital, that's the state capital of Cross River. So we're all expecting Calabar. So, ah, for the purpose of not, not, um, what's that English, of not causing too, me- too much problem or too much trouble, I won't be me- measuring a specific name. But then there was this boss of mine in the OBS we're all like friendly with each other we're all we're all cool. was more like a family cozy setting like most times we do things for each other and when someone is getting some routine something like we're all free even with our bosses we're like free and all that and since everybody was free i didn't see any any points in me like we joined so much into my shell so I tried to like connect with them too in that same way. I was still I was friendly with my boss, and it's the same way everybody was friendly with him that I was friendly with him. But then along the line, I started hearing talk of not even talk, but I started hearing a nickname, a <laughs> For those that not that do not understand Yoruba, in this, I guess what he directly tra- directly translates into is um, let's say you know the way they will say oh this is somebody's wife uh my wife my wife my wife <laughs> something like that so what's ah, the thing i go into the studio when i go into the studio company I'm like, ah, I'm yoga I'm yoga and yoga ah. well i, I think that screws because even my friend precious, pressures that the, the, that was that, that I had as one of my only friends in doing camp. She myself took it as screws because she's also close to my but close to this boss of house. But then I didn't know that it was not just cruise So one of these days, while there was a social event going on, this boss of mine started talking to me about. <laughs> love matters relationship matters and i was like hold up (laughs) what's up bro (laughs) what's going on man nope (sighs) this shouldn't be happening and i didn't want to be rude and i didn't want to say something that would be offensive so i i like politely excused myself that i i don't know what's happening that evening but then i just gave an excuse that probably i guess the kind of excuse i gave was like probably i wanted to see somebody or i wanted to give something to somebody and after that i i started low-key avoiding the 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 brush and i guess what i should have done straight up then was like call him out on it and and all but then i felt oh this is somebody that uh was in a High position, like this, is somebody that can actually—I don't know the words to use—but I just felt that like, oh, okay, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be rude to somebody of his status. So, and the best thing that I could have done, yet, that I felt I could have done, was just to avoid this situation. So I said, avoiding being in a, being in the position with him that would allow for such conversations when if i am around where he is i make sure that a lot of people are there too so that was how he progressed then i guess he still noticing. uh even he, he sent me he sent me a message <laughs> he sent me a message and that uh, oh so i'm avoiding him this that uh so that should he take it that i do not want to serve at I, I i i can't say for what i can't say the i can't remember the message word for word, but what he what he was trying to say in the messages oh i'm avoiding him is that that and this that that I sh- hope i know that he's he can influence where i serve and he can make where i serve not be somewhere that would benefits me i took it as I didn't take it as serious. I took it like oh okay, it was a spite of the moment, like it was it was mad at that point. So he sent that message and all that. I didn't I didn't know that it was something that I should take serious. So three weeks came to an end. They day we we're supposed to get our PPA letter because for obvious we did we did not queue along with every other person to get our posting letter, our uh, OBS director already got the post letter so we're supposed to get our we're to get our letter at the studio i went we all went i went to the studio i was waiting we we're there waiting for our posting letter everybody getting their letters almost everybody that that got the letter their posting letter before me were all posted to like nice places in abu in calabar and for those that were like, because it was like a, I think three zones or three axes to the Calabar thing. There's the Calabar Municipal, there's the, there's the Calabar South, and um, there's another place, sorry, excuse me, that I can't remember, but they were all getting posted to like places in Calabar. And then, when he got to my turn to get my my, my my letter even the way because it was the man that, that was sharing the posting letter even the way he called for me to get my letter was was cold but then I, I just I just even every people noticed I just um, ignored it and like today's the last day after today I'm gonna see you anymore. I just ignored it and I got my letter. Lo and behold, I was like one of the only persons in OBS. that didn't get posted to Calabar. I was posted to a village that nobody had heard of in our OBS group I don't know outside as i as I was specific like my OBS group and even I myself had not heard of the place. It was in um urban uh, in Akampa. It was like the outskirts of town. I think it, it, was, it was somewhere that like like it was part of the part that leads to the um club, cross river Cameroon border. Like oh god, I I could I couldn't hold it back because I'm such a person that when I'm in situations that I do not plan, situations that upset me I tend to cry. Immediately like I got the letter and I saw it like ah I let it burst it I let it burst it since yes, like poor star like because me don't cry so for the best blah 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 ah and then poor like okay. One of the guys in the OBS was like, no, one other boss in the OBS that I went to meet was like, uh uh, Tammy, why would I be the only one to post it to find Father? Okay, there's somebody that will go and meet now before everything closes to sort it out for me. And (laughs) you know the funny thing, this person that I was supposed to go and meet to talk to. This boss of mine that actually changed my posting to like the village thing made sure he stood with that man throughout because I waited, I literally waited for like two hours to speak to this man. He stood with this man throughout to make sure that I didn't have a chance to talk to this man. But then as well so could have it decided uh, to ourselves my feet and go to the, the place I was posted. So, a- of Oban. I first of all went to the family house. That's the NCCF family house. The journey from Obubra to Akampa was was mad. And then there's like Akampa one, part two. Where I was supposed to say, so was like the two. So that's like the outskirts of civilization to me in Cross River. One of the outskirts so i i got we got to the family house the family from a to Akampa that's the nccf family house was quite a journey i got there and we we're preparing to like try and see if we can locate because a lot of a lot of core members went to the family house i to see if we could try and locate our ppas in next day so the next day, I went to the state secretariat where I was supposed to meet up with our LGI. But luckily for me, I met with the principal of the school I was supposed to be posted to. Yay, lucky me. I, I spoke to the woman and she was, she was nice to me. She was very, she was very nice. And I thought, oh, probably this might not be as, as sad as I as I thought it would be. So she collected my PPA letter, my posting letter, she approved it and all that and she was like Forgetting what she said, but what was more of like, oh, there's no point in me coming yet Probably something about school not being in section or whatever. So I didn't bother to go and find out the location of the place because I've previously asked for direction and I was told that the the transportation was was going to be a lot and far. So since I had seen the principal I felt oh there was no need trying to find out more, trying to go and know the place. Probably when school is back in section I would I would know where the place is. And this woman told me that there was accommodation, everything will be sorted out. So after she had approved, that same day, I packed my, because it was in the morning, it was like in the early hours of the morning, probably eight-ish that I saw her. So I went back to the family house, I packed my things, and I left. Went back to my father's house. The journey back home was, was smooth for me, because, okay, I went with calculus, and luckily for me, it was a Sienna bus with took. AC Oh, and we just, to sitting at the back seats. I don't know how that happened, but then the journey was the journey was, interesting. was relaxing for me because I was comfortable. I got home and after a while, after staying at home for like a few weeks and all that, I got a call from my principal, the principal of my PPA that, oh, I need to come back as soon as possible. There's something going on she got, she was she she pulled me on she allowed me but then I shower rush try and gather things and go back home because I knew that I already planned earlier that once I go for my service, I won't be coming back anytime soon so because of the experience of last time with my my uh, friend when we were traveling the first time to cross river. We decided to take another another um, um, route that route to get to Cross River. So, we contacted ABC, told ABC that we are traveling. I was traveling to um, Cross River. So, the day that I was supposed to go, because I was living from Kogi, I was living from Lokoja. There was actually no car going from, uh, no ABC car going from Locoja at that point to Khrushchev. So I had to wait for one coming from Abuja. I joined the, I joined the, the boss. They're going, we're progressing on our journey. <laughs> hey God, though. I, I swear, if there were signs that... <laughs> Crush, but was it for me? Was all this journey because I, I suffered? <laughs> I suffered. So we're going on the journey, and we got to was it Uyo or where I'd forgotten the state we got to? And <laughs> the driver said that <laughs> that was a stop. I'm like. Huh? You say what? <laughs> I'm in my head. I'm like, not a gay. What? I prayed before starting this journey. Like, my mom prayed for me. My daddy prayed for me. Why is this happening again? You were like, no. This hour This our. This is stop. It dropped. It dropped also and this is a place that I do not know. I don't know. I've never been to before. I don't know anybody there. And at this point, I'm I, at this time around, I'm the only one on this journey that I know. There was nobody that I could speak to. That oh, okay, yeah. And I should. I should. I think I, I, one of the lessons that I got from this thing was I should try and make friends in all the 36 states in Nigeria because anything can happen. So. Yeah that's that's where my crazy journey started from again i was trying to see if i could get because i was frustrated i was i was panicking because this is me in a town that i do not know i do not know the people here and a lot of things could go wrong literally so i was trying to see if i could get a tran i get transport to take me to to cross river because Okay, they were like, oh, Koshwa well, is not too far from here. You're able to see transport. We, I was I had to charter a keke because this time I was taking my things to go and start life for like a year. The keke driver took me to the park, and when I got there, why the park was closed, they were not they were not traveling again for the day. And i lost i lost this i lost it i legit lost it because even before getting to the park i now realized that i actually lost i lost the cash that was on me (laughs) i said if this is if at that point wasn't village people i don't know what else but i I went through a lot i had to sleep in the park (laughs) For the first time in my... Okay, no, not the first... Oh no, yeah, yeah. The first time in my life, I slept in a park. In... This was not my park. Garage. Garage. I slept in the garage. That day I cried myself to sleep out. I was calling my parents. No, no. I, I called my pastor. Who did I not call? I cried myself. I literally cried myself to sleep that day because I was like, what did I do to deserve this? It felt very, very, um, what's the English? (laughs) Very unnecessary to me. I felt, no, I shouldn't be. Ah, Baby girl like me. Going going through this kind of thing. Why? (laughs) Why? What did I do? So I felt I shouldn't be going through that. But then I thank God because I don't know what would have happened if I had continued the journey. But I thank God for life. Hmm. the next morning and the people at the garage there they were they were nice to me. So the next morning I was able to get a car that would take me to Crush Cross River and I begged this driver that and yeah uh I forgot the name of this park, but then the there was there was a security person there who was very nice to me. After I had explained to him that I had lost my money and all that and I was waiting to get money from home but i know not yet gotten it. it was very nice he he collected tickets for me for free and I didn't pay for the transport uh, There like there's some nice people out there so I'm I'm grateful for that man I'm grateful for him so I uh, and on top of paying for my collecting a ticket for me for free he got me um things to eat for the money start my journey Ma was was actually god sent because he didn't ask for anything in return, even my number did not ask for it, so ah, I really appreciate him. I started to join me to Akampa because I had told them that I was going to Akampa and I didn't know Akampa. And yet again they dropped me in like in somewhere in Kalapa that was not close to Akampa. And I had loads. That was that's what was frustrating me in all this. Thing. I had loads that I alone could not carry. That's why I kept on pleading with them that like, oh, this is where I'm going to. This is where I'm going to. But lo and behold, I got to my destination. <laughs> After all the drama, all the fuckery, all the all all the bullshit, I thank God because. Even if uh, I say my NYC experience wasn't what I had expected, I'm I'm always grateful because a lot of people wanted to start this journey but they couldn't and a lot of people that started did not finish it. So I don't know what it is that God used that period to do in my life, might not be as, as serious as I had expected it to be it might not be as loud as I had expected it to be but I think god that after I was said and done I I am done with my MS even after what that man tried to do to frustrate me and lucky I was happy that I didn't serve in Calabar because Cost of living was expensive in Calabar, and a lot of them that were posted to Calabar. Got rejected from their PPA. They to, they had to start looking for PPA about and all that. And even if my journey with my LGI starting was was much because ah, my LGI was a lot. For a long line, it was it was it was okay. And then I there there was there was Nkechi that I met, she served in my PPA too, so I, I'm just grateful because even with all the drama, all the all the all the everything, there was always that one person that was like a support system kind of in that space, like someone that was like my person and Inkechi was that person for me throughout my service years so. I love you so much, sis. Thanks for being there. Like, she kept me saying, you "No, know, ah, uh, she did. uh she was a lot for me then. She was, she was like my big sister, my friend. <laughs> she was like a mother figure. Uh, she took care of me, so I'm really grateful for her. She was one of the people that made my stay in Akampa not as pressing as I felt it to be. And shocker, where I saved. They had not had light like, like a year before then so i was without light for like any all the period of my service i was without light and this place there was not. it's not a place see <laughs> it was not somewhere that oh you would say okay you want to go out if you want to get something as as little as ice cream as little as ice cream you have to like let it travel from my town (laughs) akampa to Calabar, state capital because you want to get ice cream even i even shawarma i do not eat shawarma you have to do that journey Uh, you won't see you won't see like serious snacks. and then when i found out that okay there was a place that we could get something that's like (laughs) when you are living (laughs) akampa I want to go to Calabar. No, i me not exactly. I want to go to like Udu. Because there was another town before uh, in between Calabar and in between uh, the Akampa and uh, Calabar that was Udupani. Like they are going to Udupani for... <laughs> and uh, what they called ice cream was actually... Would I call it frozen milk with sugar? No. Ah! The best, the, the best, one of the things that I, I I liked that was like my comfort food there was the, because there's this woman uh, that wasn't too far from my from my side, just a, a stone-throw stroke from my side. She makes, that's one thing that I knew that I can't offer, that was like mad. She made this pepper chicken, but well, I have not tasted any other pepper chicken like hers. Uh, a pepper chicken oh god yeah yeah that's a Then want to Pepper chicken I she has mad sauce ah god and the chickens are very very affordable like you could even get pieces for as low as 200 300 like that was how affordable the the chicken the pepper chicken was but that, that thing that i think was was the eats <laughs> Man, I've i really talked a lot this on this episode, but yo thanks for thanks for listening in. Thanks for listening through it all. I love you all and I appreciate you all. It's your girl talk. Do have a lovely day. Take care of yourself. Stay jiggy. Stay fresh. Peace out!